Albert A. Wong, the voice of the jungle, broadcasting on the DVC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. Hello and welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode 242 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom, here with Trevor. We don't have Damon again, but we do have a special guest today. I don't know if there's anything you want to say before the special guest comes on, Trevor. <laughs> no, no, I no. Let's let's get right into it because I, I, I'm excited to to talk about what he's bringing. So yeah, hi yeah, Derek. So, <laughs> yeah, we have Derek after a long <laughs> absence. Uh, we uh, you know we were just saying before we started recording that we've been talking to Derek now for like. Five I mean, years. at least five years. I mean, it's yeah. been probably longer than that, right? 38 years, Tom. 38, 38 years. years. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> it's been great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's awesome to be back. I always love to be able to pop in and talk to talk to you guys and to talk to your audience, which is always so fantastic. So thank you once again for having me on. And I promise uh, I just told you guys that I was at Animal Kingdom last night and I will not go because I know how the show goes. I will not go into a, a four page uh, discussion of how much I love the food and just go at Animal Kingdom. Well, it's, yeah, it's OK. Da- Damon's not here. So Damon hates <laughs> the food at Animal Kingdom. We like the food there. So, yeah, <laughs> I like you the can talk about. But... <laughs> no, you, you, we can talk about food since Damon's not here. Uh, <laughs> and secondly, I think we won uh, the, the poll challenge anyway. So yeah. I, you know, I, I think I think I'm a winner in the poll. Challenge. And I don't even know what side Trevor really is on on this, but I think Trevor's pro food. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I'm for it. I I mean, I don't. Yeah, I, I I think I'm kind of in the middle, honestly. You're, like, you know, we we can talk about it, but there comes a point where you know we we can take a little bit of a break from it. We don't have to talk about it every week. Although, Derek, <laughs> you said you went to Yak and Yeti last night, which Oops. is like Damon's favorite. So it so was my first time at Yak and Yeti, and we booked really? it extremely. La- yeah, it was my first time. So we booked wow. it extremely last minute. It was just me and my wife because the kids are gone. So we're like, hey, let's go have some fun. Drive thirty minutes to go to Animal Kingdom. Not ride really any rides whatsoever. Just take our time stro- strolling through the park, and we ate at Yak and Yeti. It was awesome i loved it. i swear like it was probably one of the best theme park meals that i've had wow. in a long time I'm, I'm i'm just so used to always being disappointed lately by my you know theme park food that it's always one of those things to where people go hey how was so-and-so or did you eat this at that place and you're always like you know what it really wasn't that bad and, and I'm like, that's the worst thing that you should be able to say about Disney food is <laughs> it wasn't that, that bad. Was <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. I loved it. Well, that's good. I, you know, Animal Kingdom is a good strolling around at night kind of park. I feel like it's like, my favorite. My God. And yeah. then you throw in like the stuff that most people don't even maybe do or just breeze through, but going through the, you know, uh, the gorilla fall. Oh, I love the trails. Af- oh, yeah. Oh, my God. And then mm-hmm. the Maharaja Jungle Track, I think oh, yeah. is. The most detailed, amazing, awesomely thing. We spent legit like 45 minutes to an hour in there just walking through, looking at all the details and taking the picture. It was just it was awesome, man. You know, you know what I find, Derek, one that that people really don't even know exists is the trail that goes around the Tree of Life. Like there's there's a trail that goes around the Tree of Life. And I feel like every time we've done it, it's like, you know, you find those peaceful places sometimes in the parks, which is a a weird thing to say when, you know, like uh, Magic Kingdom, if you go to Tom Sawyer Island, there's there's those couple rocking chairs that face off to Big Thunder Mountain. And it's almost like you're not in in the busiest theme park in the world you know i like, i told my wife and said listen where do you want to go 
<laughs> I told her and said, listen, I don't want to go to the Magic Kingdom just because for me, you yeah. know, it's just so much of an effort. You know, yeah. you got to park the car, then you got to take the tram, the then boat, swimming. Am I taking mm-hmm. the monorail? You know, how am I getting there? And then I was mm-hmm. like, I don't want to go to studios because I that's my least favorite park by far. <laughs> Epcot Thank always you. has like, a, you know, kind of been there, done that feel. So I was like, let's go to animal kingdom let's just go there and just yeah. like you said tom there's so many cool like just little nooks yeah. and crannies that you, you you don't even see people and you look around at the foliage and stuff yeah. and now the weather's great so it's not 200 degrees there it was awesome i love that park man it's my, probably my favorite my my wife firmly believes that animal kingdom is a hotter park than uh, all the other parks and i i don't know if that how that's possible but it she, is true it yeah, that's what she said. She said it's always hotter there. It, I don't understand it's humid how, because of the plants. It's that is exactly right. It is legit because I have friends that work there. They said it's anywhere between eight to twelve degrees hotter. No at, way. And yes, hundred percent. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm going to tell my wife this is uh, scientifically proven by cast members. (laughs) That's why I need to get another beer, honey. It's literally 11 degrees hotter here. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, anybody listening, you can use that excuse now. So, uh... (laughs) or another ride on Cali, too. I mean, that that works as well. Last night was cold. Last night, I mean, cold. It was like, you know, 65. But but it was funny because everything had huge weights because it's a run weekend here. So it's the the wine and dine. So, you know, the parks were crowded and whatnot. So but uh, the only one that had a five minute wait was Cali River (laughs) Rapids. No one's to go in the cold. Nobody went on it. Nobody. You you see, I would have. But that's because I'm Canadian and and 65 is like summer weather to me. I know. Yeah, I know. It was beautiful. You know what? I know something weird is. I think we all have like our Disney gaps. What you know, where like just some ride that we've just never done for one reason or another. I've never done Collie River Rapids, and the only reason is that we just don't want to deal with getting wet in the middle of the day. Like that's literally the only reason we haven't done it. Like I would love to do it. I just also just don't want to get soaking wet and walk around in wet clothes all day. Like yeah. that's I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just weird like that. Maybe we should just like. And plus, it always has a really long wait. I feel like, yeah. especially in the yeah. summertime, it's like really long. It's so, slow loading, yeah. But anyway, yeah. So that's a weird gap that I have of of a ride that I've never done at Disney. I mean, I feel like we've done just about everything else, but you know, it's probably a topic for a whole other show. But man, yeah. it <laughs> it should be so much better. Every time I go on that ride, I'm like, really? Like the ones at Six Flags are better than this? It's like oh, really? Disney was like, we want to get you wet, but we don't want to get you too wet. Whereas if you go to Universal and go on Popeyes, they're like, we don't care. We're literally Just going to give you a bath. Yeah, yeah, like they don't care. Whereas, you know, the theming's cool. The queue is cooler theming than the actual ride itself. It's super short, too. So you're not missing much. All right. Well, I mean, I still want to do it. I mean, <laughs> well, that, that sounds like a to do the next time we schedule a meetup. Maybe we'll do an Animal Kingdom day. Yeah, there you I'll, go. You, I'll get you on Cali and you're just yeah. going to have to accept that you're getting wet. Yeah, I mean, like, listen, it's, <laughs> I don't even know why I've had an aversion to Like, if there was like a 15 minute wait for it, I probably would just pop on. But I feel like I've never seen it with a short wait. I mean, outside of the time where it's cold, given I'm usually not in Florida when it's cold. So, I mean, you know, I will we always be save it for the end of the day. We always say, all right, let's do it, but let's save it for the end of the day because okay. you don't want to walk around with squishy shoes yeah. and wet pants. and Exactly. That. That's what I'm saying. So, so, so Derek, we have you on just to uh, talk about some DVC stuff, right? 
Uh, you know, one of the interesting things I have on here is just a news item, and I, I'm I'm curious to get your thoughts on this. Are you surprised that Grand Floridian is sold out for the second time? I, I'm I'm a little surprised. I, I mean, I guess I thought it would take longer, but they weren't really oh. selling that many points. I guess right. They didn't have that many points, and the deal yeah. that they had when was that crazy. sucker when that sucker went back on sale. I many times because I will talk to people and say, you know, we we just want you to be a member. So if it turns out that it's better for you to buy direct versus buying with us. That's why you talk to us. But there were people uh, lots of times that would say, hey, well, I talked to Disney, you know, back when the grand had these amazing deals. And as much as I would try to say, well, yeah, no, you know, you need to buy it direct from Disney because our prices just couldn't couldn't compete with it. So it does not surprise me whatsoever that it sold out as quickly as it did. And and it's even more so is because. They Disney now, and I was there for like 20 years, they're selling more like live stuff than they ever have, which is yeah. crazy. Like I was always used to be like, okay, here you go. You're a Disney Vacation Club guide. Here's the product you have. Do you like it? No? Okay. Do you like it? Perfect. Let's go ahead and sign you up. Here it's like, we've got this, this, and oh yeah, we've got cabins coming. We've got the Polynesian over there. we got Disneyland Tower. We had some grand points. We have Riviera. We'll always Havilani. Uh, so there's just so many stuff <laughs> to be able to pick and choose. And the Grand is just such a slam dunk now. You know, I mean, especially because it's got every single room type. Uh, you know, the the dues are great on it. It's got a great term on it. And it's it's the Grand. So, no, it does not not surprise me at all. Wait, I mean, I wonder when, like, I feel like Riviera has been on sale forever now. Is that ever going to sell out either? Is that is this going to be one of those ones that's going to be on sale forever? Like, I mean, I feel like it's been so long, but it, it really hasn't been that long. But, you know. No, but and and I think we have a question from, from a listener that kind of touches on it, which I can touch on it briefly. I think it honestly would have sold out a long time ago. Uh, just be, But I think the restrictions that they put on it, I think it killed it. It killed. Okay. I think yeah, I, that's fair. I, I agree with you on that. Hundred <laughs> percent. And it's also you. You were competing with with the Grand Floridian, right? So yeah. you had people that they would always call the Riviera. Oh, it's the you know it's the Grand Floridian of Epcot. You know, is what they used to call it. It'd be like, yeah. okay, well, I'd rather buy the you know actual Grand Floridian that you guys are having versus yeah. the Grand Floridian <laughs> of Epcot. So you were competing against yourselves. So I think that hurt it and i definitely think that the resale restrictions hurt it too as well all right well we'll talk about that i guess in a minute with uh, jeff's question but uh yeah so do you want to give us like a general like state of the market right now we buyers market sellers market what are, what are we looking like i i feel like derek every time i go to look for an animal kingdom contract that there's never any animal kingdom contracts on the resale market i've been yeah. looking for one forever now and it's just like they pop up and they're gone immediately they yeah. do. Yeah. Especially if you're looking for a smaller one, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. so if you find, you know, anything under a hundred points or less can go super, super quickly. Uh, the market is great. It's, you know, it's always the time of year where you're in this transition time of where I tell sellers, especially, I say, if you're thinking about selling for whatever reason, whether it's emotional or financial, whatever it is, now's the time to get listed. And we're not just saying that because, we're, you know, now's the time to sell. No, with legit now the time is is because we start to get flooded soon with new sellers because once once the 2024 dues are announced, uh, that's when we literally get hit and we can get 50, 75, 100 new listings every single seven days. So oh, wow. as a seller, you want to get out there and kind of 
beat the rush. You know, so if I have a 150 point Saratoga, let me get it out there now where I have less 150 point Saratogas versus if I wait till the dues come out and oh, look, here's 25, 30, 40, 50, 150, 200 point Saratoga spring. So at the end of the day, we always tell people, listen, it's points and buyers are looking at one thing, you know, the number of points, obviously, but they're just looking at price per point. I mean, as much as you know, you think your 150 point Saratoga is awesome. It's not a house. You know, there's not one on the end of the street that's right across the street from the perfect school. And oh my God, I have to have it. Literally, you could probably find you know, up to 10, you know, in that range. So it's always best if you're a seller, reach out to us now and just get out there and beat the rush. So is that you saying that it's a seller's market right now or is it a buyer's market at the moment? I mean, prices are great. It's, you know, it's kind of a, a, a mix. In between? Uh, no. It's an in between yeah. market? We're it's in kind place. of a balanced between time because prices are still great, right? So prices are great. And even more importantly, too, is there's still really no rofer. I mean, we're looking at, you know, less than 1% of contracts have been bought back in 2023. We've never, wow. ever had that, ever had that. So uh, even though so, they started buying back recently, they, that hasn't like accelerated. It's just kind no, of stayed at a low amount. Okay. No, the numbers are still low. I mean, we're literally looking at maybe, you know, three, two, three a month. Uh, it's ridiculous. So buyers can get a, a great deal right now. Uh, but most importantly, they don't have to worry about, you know, losing sleep over it where people are getting stuff that literally, if it was 12 months ago, they never would have gotten it. You know, when Disney was buying back 30, 40% of certain resorts. So now people are looking back going, my God, I'm so glad I bought. I breezed through Rofer in, you know, 10, 12 days. I got my estoppel. I closed on my contract in a record amount of time. So yeah, it's a, it's a really, really good time. Do you know, Go ahead, sorry, Trevor. I, I was just going to say this actually reminds me of when I bought my my second poly contract through you guys. Was that there is something to be said for timing? That um, you know, you know, for anybody listening to this, if you are on the fence, um, pulling the trigger on this stuff sooner than later, like always, works out in your benefit. Because I can I can't ever think of a point it, like for the amount of times we've discussed this where it's been like, oh, you know, you know, make this decision on buying your DVC. And then suddenly Disney comes out like a few months later, it's like, hey, this is a better version. Or, you know, we we like 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 there's never there's never a better opportunity by waiting. Right. No. Like, like yeah. that's yeah. that's what I'm hearing again here is that, you know, if you're on the fence, you should probably pull the trigger because Disney is in a place right now where you are going to get a better deal. And like, I know that feeling like it's like once you have it and, and like I look back even now with my contracts and it's like, I am so glad I got those when I did. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, and yeah. Disney just came out with their, you know, holiday promotions. And so usually it's kind of uh, that time of year where it's like, OK, wow, you know, they're going to bring out the big guns and there's going to be deep discounts. They came out and they're they're honestly terrible. I mean, they're just mm-hmm. not, not good. good. <laughs> they're just not good deals. And that's why, you know, we always tell people, take your time and do your research. You know, buy the resort you need. It's just the most important thing. You know, what, whether you buy direct or whether you buy resale, buy the resort you need. If you love the Riviera, honestly, 
buy the Riviera direct from Disney. I'll give you a great vacation club guide. Buy it from them. Because if you buy Riviera with us, the restrictions, I can only use it there. So it's not going to work. But if you're someone that says, listen, I just want, you know, points. I just want to book, you know, seven months out, or I love the beach club, or we, you know, we love Hilton Head in the summertime. That's why thousands of people buy with us. Cause it's like, Hey, I'm going to save a boatload of money, but most importantly, I'm going to buy the resort I need, not the, you know, $220 per point Disney resort that they want me to buy. So, so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's a good point. So, uh, any any other general uh, what was like oh, when do you think uh do you think that they're going to ramp up Rofer next year or do you think that they're I mean, it's just going to stay I, like this? I mean, I don't think it's going to stay like this for long, but again, if you would have told me that, you know, 3, 4, 5, 6 months ago, uh I don't think it can stay like this for long. I just think that they've got so many projects cuz Again, Rofer basically, you know, for folks that don't know, is like, hey, is Disney going to buy my contract back that I purchased at the price that I purchased it for? So they have like a 30-day window to decide I'm going to buy it back. Uh, They still have to spend money. So that's just it. It's, you know, it's not like they're, you know, using their, you know, thumb and saying, okay, I'm going to smoosh this one and you can't have this. They have to spend money for the contracts that, that they purchase. So when they're not buying Rofer, because vacation club guides are going to be encouraged to sell the live inventory, you know, sell the Riviera. Why? Because when Disney sells it for 200 plus per point, they get 100% of profit for that. When they buy a Rofer contract, let's say at the Grand Floridian and they buy it back for 160 per point, they still had to spend 160. You know, so they're not getting 100% of that profit. So uh, I, I think it's going to start to Come back up, which again, and I remind people that, yes, it's a great time to go ahead and buy to not have to worry about it. But as, as an owner, uh, you want Rofer. <laughs> you yeah. really do want it yeah. because that is what keeps the value of your Disney Vacation Club membership up. That is why you can't go online like every other timeshare and buy it for a dollar is because of Rofer. So as an owner, once you get your points, you want Rofer because it helps you as an owner. Well, that's 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 interesting. I I hadn't. I guess I hadn't thought about it that way. So that's that's the yeah. Good point. Yeah, it keeps the floor on the price. So that, that's exactly that, like you yeah, said. Exactly. We we yeah. we don't end up uh, we don't end up fighting each other for the same thing, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, because yeah, because people will look to say, well, you know, am I going to make money if I buy this, or what if I spend th- this and this? We have you know obviously tens of thousands of examples of folks that you know depending on when you purchased. I mean. The folks that purchased direct from Disney in 1991 paid, you know, 49 bucks a point for old Oki West, yeah. 49 bucks a point. So when those sellers reach out to me, like I had one today saying, hey, I think we want to sell it. You know, we've had it since 1992 or something, you know, and we tell them, we're like, OK, we're going to suggest a list for probably around, you know, $100 a point. And they're like, oh, my God, are you kidding? <laughs> like, <laughs> I've literally taken, you know, vacations every year since 1992 with my family staying in deluxe resorts. And I'm actually going to make money off of this. Uh but yeah, so that's what keeps your vacation club valuable, you know, is because it depends, uh, obviously, resort, and it depends on, you know, when you bought it. So if you're someone that, you know, maybe bought the Disneyland Tower last month and you reach out to us and say, I, I need to go ahead and sell it, you're probably not going to be making a profit off of that. So the longer you keep it, the more likelihood that, you know, hey, if you can break even on it or make a little bit of money on it, it's perfect. But the bottom line is, if you don't have it and you're taking D- Disney vacations, you can't call up Disney in 10 years and say, listen, we're done. Can I get any money back? Like, at all? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so at least mm. you own it. 
you know, yeah. get yeah. something to show for your Yeah, money. we got something out of it, right? Exactly. And you're staying in deluxe resorts, so your vacations okay. are better. Like, I'm sorry. You know, you're not taking 10 years of staying. God bless the all-star, but give me 10 years of staying at the Polynesian <laughs> or Animal Kingdom or the Beach Club or the Boardwalk and then, and then own something and have something that I can get something back. It's a no-brainer. Yeah, yeah to, I'll, to I'll be honest. Or sorry, go ahead, Tom. No, no, go, go ahead. I was just going to say, I'll be honest, I, I did my honeymoon at the All-Stars Resort, and I have no desire to go back there. <laughs> <laughs> They're fine. They're yeah. fine. I, listen, yes. I just hey. got spoiled by Deluxe Resorts, and I can't yeah. go back now. I can't. I just, 100%. I, listen, I never badmouth those resorts because I would rather have a guest stay on Disney property exactly, right, than yeah. stay at some hotel on 192 or you know 27. Yeah, I mean, they, they serve an amazing purpose i grew up like literally my jam was used to be called dixie landings so okay. back in back in the mid 90s man dixie landings oh, you nail it down for like you know 70 bucks a night now it's <laughs> port orleans is like three to four hundred bucks a night and i'm like <laughs> that's why you buy the vacation club that's why you yeah. buy dvc i you know i just to your point about rofer before i just pulled up you know the blog on dvc resale market and you know they you guys have the rofer report and uh it's mentioning here the the amount of contracts in all of 2023 that were uh, that Disney exercises their right of first refusal, and there was five at Grand Floridian, four at Copper Creek, and two at Animal Kingdom, and that's the entire list. Like it's just eleven for the entire year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's crazy. Which is- <laughs> Which is kind of funny because I think I had to call a couple of those people. Oh, so, no. Yeah. Which when I – they're so excited to buy. Like this is such a perfect time to buy. I'm like, yes, it's such a great time. You know, Look at the Rofer numbers, blah, blah, blah. And then we find out like three weeks later I get an email and they're like, Derek, they bought back this grand flirting contract <laughs> from the buyer of yours. I was like, oh, my God. It's been so long since I've had to reach out to a buyer to tell them that their contract was bought back. So I'm like, listen, it's, it's the call I hate to make the most. And – she didn't believe it at first. She's like, oh, Derek, stop. And I was like, oh, <laughs> no. They your contract back. I'm so, so sorry. They're like, what? Are you kidding? What about <laughs> it was? And that's what boggles the mind even more. And that's why, you know, we have people that do spreadsheets and we calculate everything so you can go on the site to, you know, to go see these things and how, how it's all broken out is that sometimes you can't figure out why. Like them buying back Grand Floridian while they were selling Grand Floridian is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Like it doesn't even make any sense. Like I yeah. get it. Buy back, you know, Boardwalk or Beats Club or you know, whatever, but you're selling a live inventory and those are the ones you're buying back while you have it. I don't get it. <laughs> I have to say one of my favorite things you guys have in your in your blog is the uh is like the the uh resale price change chart. And maybe I'm just a nerd, maybe I just like the numbers, but just seeing like the change in prices and, and seeing the fluctuations and like, yep. you know, just even looking at it right now, like the, the old key West, West extended contracts look like they're having a moment where they're surging a little bit. Whereas beach club is kind of taking a dive a little bit, which is interesting to me as far as prices go. But, um, you know, it looks like also what Boulder Ridge too is also increasing. So I, I mean, what do you attribute those like fluctuations to? Is it just like, I mean, how many of those contracts you happen to have on the market yeah. at once? Or like, is that, yeah, I'm just curious. Yeah. I, I just noticed, I just find it interesting that some, like, you know, Beach Club always seems like it's in demand, but uh, it seems like the price is going down, which would tell me that maybe it's not as in demand as usual. Yeah, it it always can change. So it's always based on, you know, what's what's the contract size? You know, how yeah, many yeah. points are available? You know, is it fully banked? Are there, you know, what we call just a loaded contract? Or are there contracts that are, you know, completely stripped of points? I'm talking with so- someone who has eight 
contracts and he's looking at selling them, but he's got a cruise booked. So he's already used the points from 2025. So there's literally no points until 2026. So obviously so no one's paying point. a premium for that. <laughs> no yeah, one's paying premium. Exactly. But yeah. believe it or not, and which is crazy, there is a market for those. So a lot of people, and when I say a lot of people, I, I, I say members, just because members don't necessarily need or want points right away, right? So they might not need a contract with points that have no points till 2025, which is perfect because, hey, I don't have to pay any more dues in 2024 and I've locked in a great price in case the prices go up you know, o- over the next year. So yeah. members love stripped contracts. Yeah, well, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. So um, do you want to talk about this promotion you guys are doing? Sure, yeah. And yeah, this, uh, this no money down thing that's going course. on? Of course. Yeah. And anybody that wants to see the blogs that, you know, we're all talk, talking about, just go to uh, dvcresalemarket.com. And in that search bar in the upper right, uh, you can actually type in, you know, either ROFR, R-O-F-R, or you can type in the word average and it'll bring up the average selling prices. Those are reports that we do each and every month. Uh, Derek, Derek, let me just correct you really quick. It's it's yeah. dvcresalemarket.com slash welcome home. That's, that's important. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the other site will not work. No, it won't work if you don't do slash welcome home <laughs> at all. You can't go on the website. Uh, I also have to laugh, too, at the person who wrote this article, which says Samantha dash DVC millennial. That just kind of makes me laugh. DVC millennial. <laughs> she's amazing. She's great. She does great videos for us. Yeah, she's she's. I don't awesome. think we know Samantha, do we? I, I really? feel like I feel like oh. now we need to get Samantha on here. I feel like I don't think we've. Oh, had her. you have to. She is so great and so sweet and loves Disney and does amazing content on Instagram with and for us. So yeah, she's she's terrific. That's probably why, because we're old and we don't know how Instagram works. So <laughs> yeah, that, you know, that's a big hurt. <laughs> which, which is so funny you say that because Marissa, who's our marketing and sales director, you yeah. know, I will do some company posts on Facebook. Which okay, I got that figured out whatsoever. If she ever asked me to do like an Instagram post, I'm like, I I, I don't even know how. Like like <laughs> what do I do? Like all I do when I go on Instagram is just you know click a button and watch someone's story that that they did but wait you want me to post and add music and graphics and everything i'm like no i gotta call danny or something because i don't, I, I don't know. know why i can see you doing tiktok derek i just feel like you, you've got the personality for tiktok I, yeah. I don't even know how to use tiktok either but i like I I, my wife sends me tiktok videos sometimes and i'm like i could see derek doing this i don't know why <laughs> <laughs> i'm an old facebook man that's all i know how to do. Uh, anyway anyway the sign of the day deal that you have going on yeah so we have have an amazing promotion that we just launched, which is going to allow people to find contracts with, wait for this, zero money down. And Uh-oh. I know people are like, oh, that sounds crazy. It's not. It's 100% true. Right now we have about 30 of them, but they're flying out of here. These are contracts that literally you can purchase because, again, a lot of people say, well, how much money do I need down? Well, on a typical contract, okay, I need 10% in the first week. Then at closing, I have to come up with the balance. If I'm going to finance it, then I've got to come up with the closing costs. I've got to come up with lender fees. I've got to come up with you know the annual dues. I've got to come up with... you know. All of that at closing. These contracts for the promotions that we just launched, literally, it's no money down. It is no money down when you find a contract, then there's no money due in that first week. When the contract closes, you bring nothing to closing. 
You bring absolutely nothing. Your first payment is going to be after obviously the contract closes and transfer takes place. So in that, you know, 60 to 80 day time frame, that's the first time that any money is going to come out of your account is for that monthly payment when you finance with Monera, which a lot of people, especially this time of year, they love it because they're like, you know, right now I've got some expenses coming up. Maybe I've got some holiday gifts to buy, but I love this contract. It's perfect. It legit is no money down. And no one else has ever even been able to attempt to do something like this. So this is literally the first of its kind in the entire industry. And people can't believe it. You know, there's no, you know, oh, like, uh, uh, you know, uh, oh, it's this. And then it's like, a, you know, like a shuckster deal. Like, oh, no, 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 you didn't say this. We tell you right up front. I mean, here's the numbers. You can find the listings right on our site. When you go to the filter and you go to listings, look for them. They're called sign and stay. Right now, there's probably about between 20 and 30 of them, but they're going super quick. Uh, You just finance with our awesome financing partner, Monera. You're going to finance with them. It's going to be for their 12-year term. Uh, And then that way, you can pay it off early. So a lot of people are like, okay, so if I do this, I got no money down, but let's say I want to, you know, I get a bonus or something happens at spring and I just want to pay the whole thing off. There's no prepayment penalty whatsoever. So it literally is unheard of. And that's why people are like, wait, I just bought this, you know, 200 point. I had someone yesterday say, hey, so I just bought the 200 point contract and the contract came and it, so I don't put any money down at all. No. And closing, I bring no money down as well. (laughs) Nope. Your first payment, this is what it's going to be. And you're all set. So it's very, very exciting. Very exciting. Yeah, that's that's an amazing deal. And especially for some of our listeners that are maybe like looking to get into it, but don't maybe maybe have the money to put down right now. Like I, I mean, we get we hear from listeners all the time that are like, you know, want to know more information about DVC and don't know about it yet. And, and, you know, aren't sure about it. So like, you know, this is a this is a good entry point. You know? It's a perfect one. And uh, again, you know, you're going to want to reach out to us with questions. So of any questions you have about, you know, specific contracts or, you know, the process or how DVC works, but it has just been so exciting, you know, to be able to offer stuff. And that's what we always try to do here is we're not just here selling points. You know, our, our mission when we became the world of DVC is to kind of revolutionize the whole vacation industry. So, you know, we just wrapped up a promotion where people could buy a contract and, if it had 2023 points, you could obviously use those points or you could, you know, turn them in for Disney park tickets or you could turn them in for cash. So you know, we're always trying to come up with new and exciting ways to help you become a Disney vacation club member or to add on to what you got. So we don't know how long this promo is going to last. So just make sure you visit our website, search for those promos. If you have any specific questions or anything at all, you can obviously email me directly anytime. Just Derek. D-E-R-E-K at DVCResaleMarket.com and more than happy to break everything out for you. So where do they find these listings when they go to DVCResaleMarket.com slash welcome home? <laughs> so go up to... I, can, at the very, I can't help it, Derek. I have to do it. All right. I got to make sure everyone does welcome home. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You're going to see Tom's uh, face is going to be at the top of the page. It should be. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So just go to where it says listings. Right there at the very top, you're just going to click on where it says listings. Then you're going to see a little bar that says you can do different searches, right? I can search by resort, use here. What you want to look for is where it says status. So you're going to look for where it says status. And you're going to go all the way down towards the bottom. And you'll be able to see something that says stay, sign and stay is where you're going to be able to find it. 
So that way you can determine which listings are going to work for you. You'll see it right there in that column. Sign and stay, no money down. So you'll click on that one. It will bring up all the listings. Right now there's only 17 left. So we had 30 as of, I think, a couple of days ago. So now there's 17 left. Uh, and you'll see it noted when you click on it, you'll be able to filter by, you know, oh, look, there's a couple of Animal Kingdoms. There's some Bay Lake Towers. We got some Boardwalk, Old Key West. Now, keep in mind, these listings do not have 2024 points, right? So that helps because you had, don't have to pay any due, dues for 2024. So if a contract right now has 2024 points, part of what you have to bring to the table when you close on your contract is I got to pay for the dues in advance. None of these contracts. So that's going to give you an amazing price. And it's also going to give you no due. So you don't have to, but depending on the use year, you can obviously borrow then from 2025, right? So if I find a contract that's got, you know, 250 points for Copper Creek with an August use year, oh, perfect. I'll buy this. I don't have to pay dues in January. And then come August 1st, I could go ahead and borrow from 2025 if I wanted to. And, and if if for no other reason, just go on their website so you can play with the, the little uh, magical pixie dust that comes on the pixie, uh, the, uh, the, um, pointer uh <laughs> when you're on the on the site you know what i'm talking about oh, it's, <laughs> the, it's the coolest thing in the world it, it, well i'm looking it, at you right now derek your 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 video of you and your family is on here <laughs> I, I was <laughs> that was many many moons ago i think i had some non-gray hair when i taped that video <laughs> yeah it's it's such a cool site and we always yeah. you know take such pride in in it and it almost makes people feel and i've had had them tell me this afterwards like i just had so much fun going through the sites and watching the pixie dust and looking at all the pictures and the room tours and the blogs and next thing you know 24 hours i got a contract sitting in my inbox so yep, yeah that's yep. what makes it great i got to be listen. honest eric i'm uh, i'm eyeing up there is a poly contract on here that has a june use here <laughs> that I, it, it's more points than i need but because of the the no money down i am actually very much considering it <laughs> and it's gonna have some it's gonna have a little bit of wiggle room on top of that already amazing price to try yeah so keep in mind you know so if i got it listed for you know say 151 you know a lot of times the seller might take you hey you know what i'll take 147 or i'll probably take you know maybe even 145 so yeah that's a amazing deal i mean to the fact that you could snag a Polynesian contract for literally under 150 dollars a point when disney sells them for like 225 plus yeah. is crazy it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it's it's definitely a good deal. I, you know, Trevor and I have both bought contracts from DVC Resale Market, right? So we're like, we're not just here, just like chilling for DVC Resale Market. Both of us have used them, uh, and actually, I, I bought two contracts from you guys, and and it's the most seamless process ever. I've said this before. It's like the easiest way to spend a lot of money, really, like because it's it almost feels too easy. You're like, I'm spending a lot of money right now, but at this, you know, and it's really easy to do so. You know, it's not like buying a house; we have to sign a million documents. There's documents to sign, but it's not like a, it's, you know, it's quick though. Yeah, it's quick. You, it's way you, easier. Even yeah. even for us international folk that always seem to have extra hoops, it was actually very painless. So <laughs> yeah, it's super painless. Such a good process. But um, Derek, <laughs> so we we you know of course did exactly what we said we were going to do and went off on a million tangents. Um, <laughs> that's not my fault. I'm so sorry. No, it, you never have to apologize for tangents on this show. This is what we do. So, <laughs> uh, although oh, you know, 
I'm just looking at listener questions here, and, and Jeremy wants you to price out a Disney cruise three different ways. And you actually, it's funny, you said before you came on here that no. uh, to me that you were you're not the uh, you're not the swap uh, expert, okay. but <laughs> but I went out of my way for Jeremy because wow. I wanted Look to be this. able to answer his his questions. So as a longtime fan of Jeremy, I said, listen, <laughs> I'm going to get with our expert, whose name is Ellie, by the way. Ellie, She's fantastic. Yes. She's at the DVC Rental Store. Uh, so again, I'm just going to give an overview, but I, I said, Ellie, Marissa, I'm going on the show. I got to answer Jeremy's question. So can you give me <laughs> just the top line details that will make people very excited? And then for any specific details, we'll have them reach out to Ellie at DVCResaleMarket.com. So this is what I've got. So everybody ready? Yep. I'm going to answer right. Jeremy's question. Which this is, wait, is, let's, let's say, let's say oh, yeah, question. three different ways for, he wants to price that a, a Disney cruise price three different ways. Cash price, direct points price, and point swap price for a family of four for four nights. Perfect. So let's go ahead and I'm going to walk you through it. Ready, everybody? So here you go. We picked a four-night Bahamanian. I just like to say Bahamanian. A four-night cruise cruise to the Bahamas for four people, right? So this is two adults and two kids. We threw in the date right now. So let's just say November 4th through the 8th, 2024. If I'm going to pay cash for that cruise, right, just not a member, not using anything with points whatsoever, I'm just going to call DisneyCruiseLine.com. It's going to cost you about 5200 bucks, right, for that four-night cruise, 5200 bucks. Now, if I'm a DVC member and I'm like, hey, I was told that I could use points on a Disney cruise, and they're like, yeah, absolutely you can. To book that cruise directly with points, directly through Disney Vacation Club itself, using your points, those points are going to be, for the family of four, about 567 points. Okay. Now, here's where the exciting stuff, here's where you pull your car over to the side of the road and say, oh my God, I cannot believe this is even legal, possible, this is fantastic. So. Here it comes. So Disney, of course, always charges you a transaction fee. So if you're doing something non-DVC, they'll charge you like 95 bucks. So just, just to, to break it out, that cruise direct through Disney is like 267 points for the first two guests, 150 for the child one, 150 for child two. So that's how they break out theirs. To do the literally exact same cruise, exact same boat, exact same dates, to go through our DVC rental store swap program, it's going to start at about... 287 points total. Wow. 287. Okay. Yeah. So I want to compare 287 for the exact same cruise to go through the DVC rental store and our swap program versus 567. There's no $95 exchange fee. That is why this swap program, I think, has completely revolutionized everything wow. because it's for folks that you know would talk to disney direct what one of the tools and i used to do it when i worked there direct do as well and say well why should i buy direct and why shouldn't i buy a resale contract they would always try to scare you right and say well if you buy resale you can't use resale points on a disney cruise without going into detail that <laughs> you know a four-night cruise is going to cost you like 600 points now that argument doesn't even work Because you look at us and go, wait a second, so I can still buy a resale, I can still take a cruise, and even better, I'm saving hundreds and hundreds of points than if I did that cruise directly through Disney. So it's amazing. 
It's amazing. And again, it's every single cruise, every single ship, every single itinerary. If it turns out that you don't have enough points to do it, Ellie will work with you and you you can cover the rest in cash. So yeah, it's it's such a sensational program and it has been so awesome and so incredibly popular with people just being able to say, God, I never took a Disney cruise. Even even if all of my points were direct, I never did a cruise just because the point transfer, you know, it just didn't make sense for me. Now they go, oh my God, I, I just took a cruise. I worked with your exchange program. It was amazing. We already have the next one booked. So yeah, it's, it's awesome. That's, I mean, honestly, just hearing those compared is, uh, I mean, that's, that's incredible. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm doing a Disney cruise, I think in 2025. Um, and when I do that, I, I, I think I might do a point swap now that you're talking about this. Cause like, I would never do points for it. Cause you know, points just feels like a bad deal. Uh, but you know, the point swap, that sounds amazing. Uh, I, I might have to do that. <laughs> it's incredible. And again, we do everything for you. So when you reach out to Ellie, so if you guys have any specific questions about, because again, it's obviously going to vary on the ship, on the dates, on the itinerary, all of that. Ellie has all of those specific details. She is absolutely phenomenal. And you can always email her at just Ellie, E-L-L-I-E at DVC DVC rental store dot com. So Ellie at DVC rental store dot com for this. And yeah, I mean, this is just one example of a cruise, but you can exchange your points with us to stay at Universal Hotels. You can exchange it for Universal theme park tickets. You can exchange it for, you know, uh, beach houses here down in Florida. You can exchange it for huge vacation homes in Reunion, Florida, just outside a property where you can get an entire house that sleeps like 30 for less than what you could get a grand villa on Disney property that sleeps 12. So yeah, there's so many different options. What about Legoland tickets? Let me email Ellie right now. That's all right. I already bought mine. We're good. We're good. So Derek, we got to let you go here, but so one more quick question, just quick question. And just to answer Jeff's question, he wrote a lot here, but do you think they'll ever go back on these resale restrictions? Like, are they just okay with how what's happening? Do you think, like, I, can they go back? Can they just be like, okay, just kidding. We're not going to do that with Riviera anymore. <laughs> you know? I don't know. And I think it's someone else had a question about the, the Polynesian. Like, the Riviera is what it is. They Legally, they can't go back and, you know, remove the restriction. So they're stuck with that one. I think the billion-dollar question uh, is, you know, what's going to happen with the Polynesian? You know, yeah, that's yeah. the billion dollar question. Mm-hmm. Is it going to be the same condo association like it was at the Grand Floridian? Right. So when they did the Grand, if you bought resale points at the Grand or wherever it is, you could use them in the new Polynesian building. So uh, there's so many different thoughts and feedback. My gut tells me that it will be the same association. And I only say this just from talking to my friends at Disney, the amount of money and time and effort that goes into creating a whole new condo association is literally mind blowing. Uh It is insane that people don't realize that you've got to meet with leaders of every single state uh, in different countries around the world to make sure that it's registered and everything else that this way it's so much easier like they did with the grand, you know, and just say, Hey, same association. However, Part of me goes, I don't know, because if you do that, like, I can't wait, because if it says it's the same association, my email is going to blow up with yeah. people going, I'm buying poly points. Like, yeah. this is yeah. perfect. So uh, like, buy your poly points like now, Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you know, that that contract is looking, you know, a little more enticing now, it because is. I'm thinking I might need more points 
going forward. <laughs> but do, right. do not purchase it and say, well, Derek told me it was going to be the same association. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. I heard it here first, everyone. Derek said, I'm, I'm, I'm not, no. not going to show up on your doorstep, uh, you know, angry when, the, when they announce it. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, Derek, it's it's always a pleasure having you on the show. Uh, we, we love having you here. We've been talking to you for a long time. Uh, and, and so how can people find you if they, they want to reach out or, or where should they go about, I guess, questions for rental store or for resale market? Yeah, you, you can always feel free. You know, shoot me an email direct is always great. You know, just Derek, D-E-R-E-K, at DVCResaleMarket.com. You can reach out to me with any questions. Uh, and again, if you have questions about that swap program for any kind of swaps, email Ellie. She's E-L-L-I-E at DVCRentalStore.com. And just come and visit us. Come on our site. We've got live chat. We've got the phone number there to call in. Got uh, we just want... <laughs> yeah, we have pixie dust. <laughs> lots and lots of pixie dust. Uh, but be sure to reach out to us with any questions. When you reach out to us, it doesn't mean you're just going to buy right then and there. If you've got a thousand questions and just say, hey, I just want to get these answered, take your time. That's what we're here for. So we appreciate you guys. You guys have always been such a phenomenal audience. And you guys have such great listeners that are, you know, many of them are friends. So thank you guys for always being there for us, for always supporting us and being such a smart, smart audience with great, great questions. Uh, we thank you guys for supporting us for so long. It's it's yeah, honestly, thanks, Derek. <laughs> we, we talk about this. Nick was one of the very first people we had on the show and then, uh, you know, expanded out from Nick. I, we had Nick a couple times. And then we started talking to you and to Marissa and, mm. and we We've had so many people from the different groups, uh, you know, from the, your your expanding empire on our, on our show over the years. So. <laughs> we just found out the other day, Derek, like recently that you guys are selling park tickets. We had no idea you were selling park tickets. Someone was like, <laughs> they've discounted park tickets. And we're like, they do? <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. You can soon uh, do – it's our new grocery exchange program swap program so you can buy groceries now with dvc points DVC points. yeah can i exchange 10 dvc points for for a lunch with derek is that like are you going to start selling time with your you know <laughs> exactly. all right you guys are the best thank you guys so so much thanks derek thanks again yeah. derek you bet brother all right well always great to have derek on love yeah. having derek he's always fun derek just gets us you know? Yeah, yeah, I, I I love Derek's energy. He's 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 a ton of fun to have on the show. Yeah, like I get <laughs> yeah. like he's he feels like the cast member you you like at Disney. You know, like that's yes. got the energy. Yeah, you, he just loves what they do. You know. <laughs> y- yeah, you you can definitely tell that he is former Disney, right? Like he yeah, he's exactly. got that he's got that vibe. So yeah, always always love having you on the show, Derek. And yep. yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, he gives some great information too. I mean, I, I always learn yeah. stuff when he comes on the show. And so. I, I need to actually go have a conversation with my wife about DVC after. So, <laughs> so. another project. So yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see how quickly I can put together a PowerPoint and like you know, present <laughs> the case. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I want to see that PowerPoint. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but um, but yeah, no. For me, it's funny because there. I was saying there's no Animal Kingdom contract. There's a lot of Animal Kingdom contracts, just not for the use no, we, year that I, I'm looking for. Yeah. Right. So like, I need March, and there's like no March use years for some reason. I don't know why. So yeah, that's that's the big problem, right? Is it's like 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 same thing for me with June. Is it's like trying to find the right use year that right is contract. hard. Yeah. yeah, it's harder than you think because it's it's actually a very specific list of things that you're looking for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I, I had to put this article on because 
Mm-hmm. We we talked about this recently, right? So, uh, as and by the way, have you watched any of the behind the attractions uh, yet that are that are out? Because I I've watched three so far. Uh, I haven't. I actually haven't started the new season yet. We we yep. went back and we we watched some of the season one ones before the the new ones came out, just because we we wanted to and. Um, and then we got sidetracked and we haven't actually sat down and watched the other ones yet. Cause we, we, we ended up going down or sorry, this, this is a bit of a tangent again, but that's fine. We, yeah. we ended up going down a bit of a rabbit hole where like, um, we, we started finding all those like old shorts, like the skeleton dance and stuff like that. And so yeah, yeah. we, we yeah. started off like, we, we were like, oh yeah, let's watch this. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And then we just like completely forgot about <laughs> behind the attraction. Did, did you watch yeah. the, the, the hundredth anniversary uh, short? Cause I, yes. That yeah. Good. That yeah. was that, that had some feels in it for sure. Oh, it, for sure. Uh, I think it, I'm pretty sure it made my wife cry. I think oh, um, it, it made my wife cry. Like I, as soon as the, the, yeah, that one spot, as soon as it came on, I was like, I was there, I need some tissues for my wife. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And actually, you know, I was, I saw too, they posted a behind the scenes of that too, because I was mm-hmm. wondering to myself, did they really get all these voice people back in to do new voices or did they use AI or did they use like unused clips or something? And then they showed a behind the scenes where they had all of the voice actors coming back in to do the voices again, which I was like, that's pretty cool that they took the time to do that, you know, cause Except for yeah, obviously, for, except for uh, the genie, obviously Robin Williams, they can't bring back in, and they said they didn't do AI; they just use unused footage, so or unused audio. So right, yeah, and and yeah, you're right. It's you know, it is very impressive. Like it, it's not like it was like a major movie production or anything. It was literally like a just like a quick celebration eight thing, eight minute that, short. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, and haul, you know, hauling in all those people, and and, and one thing I, I watched that too, and the one thing that was amazing is you know how. You know, people were like, thank you so much for including me in this project. Oh, yeah. Which yeah, like they know, were honored kind of, to be part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like it kind of makes you realize like, you know, you know, Disney doesn't just always do stuff for the money that we think about. Like there is there is some pride and there is there is definitely some uh, some. Yeah, I guess I don't know how else to say. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like pride or, or respect for what Disney has done. Right. Yeah, I, I think definitely the the part that has that has all the feels like you're mentioning is is the part where Mickey's talking to the Walt Disney picture, right? And yeah, and thanking him. Mm-hmm. For that. So that that part, and and also just to like kind of the the ending too, where they all kind of come together and and work together to to make everything work. So if you haven't watched that, go on Disney Plus, check it out. Yeah, I Tom, think it's Tom just spoiled it all for you. So whatever, yeah. just do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you spoiled the whole thing. Don't care. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't watched it yet, it's your fault. Uh, <laughs> It's it's eight good. minutes it's, of your time. Come on now. Yeah, yeah, you should watch it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so I've been watching Behind the Attraction a little bit. I've only watched um I've watched uh the Big Thunder one because everyone knows that's my favorite Disney ride. Mm-hmm. I watched the uh Nighttime Spectacular one because again, people know I'm a big nighttime spectacular guy. And I also watched the Epcot one. Um and so there, there's a lot of good stuff in there, but the reason why I bring this up is because during a panel for this show, uh the uh one of the executives for Disney Live Entertainment and Spectaculars, and he's featured pretty prominently in the nighttime attraction uh, episode, is uh, he's quoted as saying, drones are the next thing. Uh, he said, you know, they're very cool. They're kind of a new thing. We're doing a lot of work in that. So all I'm going to say is there's more to come. So, I mean, 
Here's the thing about drones, too, Trevor, is that... And, and Tom launched through the roof as soon as... That was... <laughs> like a drone flying into the sky. I, yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I made a prediction on this show that, that Luminous was going to have drones in it. Now, I, I at mm-hmm. this point, I'm thinking it's not going to have drones at launch, right? Because we're a month away. At the, I mean, literally exactly a month away from that show launching, right? And we would have heard by now. But the thing about drones... You think so? You really yeah, so. I feel like we would have heard by now. You don't think, I, or you think they save it as a surprise? I, I think Disney, when Disney wants to keep things under wraps, they stay yeah, under wraps. Yeah. Like I, I, I feel like you know, even like testing and stuff, they can find places far enough away that you don't know. That's why they're testing, right? Yeah, I mean, they've got you know, bone. fifty some miles of land. They could do go do it somewhere where there's nobody, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But, but I mean, I don't know. But the, but the the thing about drones to me, though, is they can add it to any show at any time, right? Like, yes. Yeah. So, like, you could, I mean, they could announce next month that they're adding drones to Happily Ever After. Like, they don't have to do a new show to add drones in. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. The way those shows are done now is that they're not, I mean, back in the day, producing them used to be like a front to back ton of work. But now it's very much, it's it's a lot more modular, right? Like, they can edit, they can they can cut stuff in and out of the shows like which they have done with happily ever after already. Like they made changes to it along the way. So yeah. 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 That's fair that, you know, we, we could see them. Yeah. I guess, I guess I I think we've all been waiting for the announcement of them, but, but I guess (laughs) it's not that they're going to necessarily like, or that, that we should be looking for a new show. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Exactly. Like, like I don't think yeah. there's gonna they're gonna debut a brand new show just for drones. I I think it's gonna be an addition so? to existing shows. I that's just what I think. I don't know. I'm, I could be wrong. I, I don't know. I mean, I I feel like because uh, like with the luminous stuff, I, I don't know if you saw that there was a there was a trailer for luminous or like I they're showing behind did. the scenes. Yeah. So I did. I did. It's funny. My wife's like, "What are you listening to?" I'm like, "I'm doing show re- research. Leave me alone." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is that the excuse for I'm just flipping through the Disney blog watching? Yeah. And videos yeah. when I should yeah. be doing other stuff. Yeah, yeah. no. Well, but it okay. was also you know I wanted to hear the music before. Yes. Listen, there was a, there was a rumor out there that Luminous got delayed because they weren't satisfied with the soundtrack, and and there was also you know a lot of people didn't like uh, what was the one uh, that came before that was in between Happily Ever After. And yeah, a lot of people didn't like that because of the soundtrack. So I was mm-hmm. a little curious to hear the music because Disney has previewed now the the song and the music that's going to be in this new show. Uh, if you haven't heard that, you can go out and find that too. But um, go ahead, sorry, Trevor. What were you going to say? Uh, about yeah, that? I, I was just going to say, you know, you know, the interesting thing is that yeah, they previewed the music. They were kind of talking about you know the singer and and everything. Which uh, you know, you know, first of all, the, the music, like to your point about enchantment, this music, listening to it or the little clip, um, it definitely feels better to me. It feels a little okay. closer to happily ever after, which is I think what everyone's kind of setting the bar at right now. You but know what? Other- it actually gave me illumination vibes. To be totally honest, like the some yeah. of the, the the actual orchestral part of it, like it sounded like it felt like it had a base of illuminations to it, which made me happy. It, so. it does for sure. It, it, it has it has that Epcot feel. Like yes. like the, the soundtracks in Epcot have a certain feel to them. A hundred and and it had that there. But I also got, um, you know, kind of that like. Happily Ever After is kind of overwhelming almost in yeah, like yeah. how they scored it and everything. Um, there was def- I feel like they're trying to find that in between, right? Like, like they want it to, to resonate the same way that Happily Ever After did, but also have a very distinct Epcot feel. They don't just want to repeat Happily Ever After. But the, the thing that, that I noticed though, like I watched that whole video and, you know, it was specifically talking about the music. 
uh, again, they they've not shown really anything about the show at this point. That's like, a, that's it, a good point, Trevor. They have not really shown us anything. Yeah. So so except that for one that to, one shot they keep showing that one concept art, like they've shown exactly. Nothing else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that and that goes back to my point is you know usually when like when they're doing testing or or for stuff like this, you may get little snippets of stuff, and it may be like you know oh here, you know here we've got projections or whatever, right? They'll kind of show off some of that stuff, but I feel, and again, you know, we could, we could both be totally wrong in this, you know, I think yeah, you know, this just, is speculation. Yeah. yeah. But, but I feel like, you know, if, if Disney is holding their cards close to them, um, it's usually because they, they don't want to, they don't want to reveal things any sooner than they have to. And, and, and I think that's part of what makes it exciting and interesting when these shows do come out is that they don't, um, or, or, you know, you know, it's coming and they, you know, they don't want people chomping at the bit necessarily for this kind yeah. of stuff. They they kind of want to, you know, hey, new show, by the way, it's amazing. Right. And yeah. and then, you, you know, instead of everybody lining up at the door and kind of expecting it, it becomes a surprise. Right. And, and, and you know, we've, we've talked about this before is, you know, Disney, Disney does want to surprise people. They don't want everything to be necessarily predictable and you know oh yeah you know here's here's the show i know i know what i'm going into i feel like they they don't want to necessarily give it all away uh until it's actually there and so you know may, maybe the drone thing is going to come and, and and i guess i'm not i'm not even expecting like you know what we've seen in paris because yeah, yeah, the Paris um, stuff is amazing. If you haven't yeah, seen it, yeah. go look. Go look on YouTube. It's amazing. Yeah, the, yeah, the Paris show was just just astounding. But that doesn't mean that they can't use them in a smaller capacity. Like, like maybe it might be something that's replacing the uh, like um, in the previous show how they did or not. It wasn't the previous show. It was the in between show, which I can't remember the name of now. Uh, it, yeah, well, it's still it's still going on. It's, I've caught uh, forever. I've caught forever. Yeah, I've caught yeah, forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you know how they had like the the people on the boats with the flags going around the, uh, around the lagoon. Right. Yeah. 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 Like maybe, maybe it's doing like, maybe they're doing something like that where they're just like, they're just moving around the lagoon and it's not necessarily like a larger, um, array of, of drones. Right. Yeah. Like, so yeah, I, I, I wouldn't count it out yet, I guess is the point you're, you like, I know you've, <laughs> I, I know you really want drones. I mean, I want, I want don't get it. me wrong. I want I them want too, but, yeah. but I, I feel like, I feel like you're like way more excited for this. Than- <laughs> I mean, so I, if if you've seen the shows they've done in Paris, yeah, man, like I want it. I want to. I wanted. Yeah. I want them in the parks, and I just see this as like a way to plus the show. I I almost see it as projection mapping, right? Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know. I I I'm probably wrong on the timeline here, but like within the last five to ten years, Disney has done projection mapping of like everything, right? Like where it was on like one or two things before, then they were like, "Well, wait a second, we can do this for like everything, right?" Like they're even doing projection mapping on Spaceship Earth right now. I'm not Spaceship Earth. I'm sorry, uh, uh, um, Space Mountain at Disneyland. Yeah. I don't know if you saw that. They're doing doing over at at, at uh, Disneyland. So like, mm-hmm. I could see drones becoming the new the new uh, projection mapping where it just shows up everywhere. You know what I mean? Like, even if it's small things, like, like you said, it's, it's, it's small, like little, uh, you know, additions to current shows. Right. And, and I mean, listen, Disney's also filed. I don't, I don't think people realize this. Like Disney was like very much on the forefront of this. Right. So I, I, they did, they did that uh, drone show back in 2016, which, you know, 
it, it wasn't that long ago, but I mean, I think they were one of the first to do a drone show. You know, I, I don't remember drone shows existing until that point. And I, I know that they had this partnership with Intel, which they, they mentioned actually in this uh, article, but obviously these are coming a lot more prevalent, right? Like you're seeing them in a lot more places, but, but Disney yeah. is one of the pioneers here. And, and I mean, they do have a bunch of patents. I mean, I remember we talked about the patent uh, where they had drone controlled like puppets. They had like big puppets that they could, they figured out how to control them with drones. Like that's a thing they could do. I mean, I, I don't know how, but I, I don't know what they're going to do with it, but they've, I mean, they've tested these things out. Um, so, you know, I'll be really interested to see what happens. Uh, I, I think that they're, I mean, obviously they're going to add them. I mean, he's, he's the guy that is the creative director for nighttime shows is straight up telling you drones are coming. <laughs> like, so yeah, it, it's, yeah, it's I, I need to, I need to go watch that. I'll watch that episode here. Yeah. Like probably later today and, uh, see exactly. And he, or, yeah. he actually talks that they talk about drones in that episode of behind the attraction. So they, they do talk about the drone show happening at, uh, Paris, um mm-hmm. and and which I actually did not realize was actually a partnership with a drone show company. I I didn't realize that. I mean Disney, you know, did it together with them. But you know, this article also mentions though too, like the X-wing fighters that they did, those drones that they did over Galaxy's which, Edge for the opening, <laughs> which like, was kind of a letdown. But <laughs> no, but it was no because they didn't do it every night, right? It was cool when they when it, it happened. It, <laughs> like, well, I mean, but it was literally like you know, 20 seconds kind of thing. Yeah. Like they didn't even do anything with them, which was, no, no, you're right. You're right. But I mean, it's, it's a cool concept. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I, it's, and it's, he's also, you know, he's also quoted as saying in here too, everyone's like, what are you doing with drones? And, you know, he mentions, I was working with Intel a long time ago when we first started it. Cause I mean, they basically did start the whole drone show drone thing. Um, but they just haven't really done anything with it since then for whatever reason. I mean, outside of Paris, um, so- yeah. I, there, there is a part here in the in this this information that you linked that I I think this kind of answers it a little bit is that they say Disneyland Paris developed Disney Delight, haha, yes. fun, yeah, w- uh, with dro- Dronisos, I Dronisos, guess is the name of the yes. company, yeah, it's, which is a France-based drone entertainment company that opened offices in Orlando, Florida, in late 2019, just before the pandemic struck. Bingo. So literally, they were like, yeah, we're doing this, but then pandemic it got group. sidelined for like you know year and a half which like everything else it's probably now just come, or they, they've gotten the chance to reset and and i guess this is the thing is you know, everyone's like oh you know you know drone show it's you know you you program them they go up they do their thing and that's it but programming those drones like the i it's not <laughs> there's a lot of work that goes into it that i don't yeah. think people necessarily realize it's the same thing with the projection mapping is like, like you said you know disney start off doing with one thing but then there's a lot of work that goes into figuring out how to use it in all kinds of different scenarios and it's the same thing with the drones is that you know the way that you would use the drones in an epcot show versus a magic kingdom show they have different requirements they have yeah. different air spaces they have to deal with like there, there's a whole bunch of stuff you have to figure out that it's not just like Oh, you know, you know, turn on the drones, fly them up and make them show a picture like that's not or th- th- that's the most like simplest way to describe it. But that's not what they're doing. Right. So, no, it's it's way yeah. more difficult than that. And I, I think you're you're dead on. Right. Like the fact that right at the end of 2019, this company that they already have a partnership with mm-hmm. open an office in Orlando, like 
they were probably going to do this in 2020. Like they, they probably were going to do a drone show for the, for the yeah, uh, we, 50th anniversary. Like we would have seen happen. this two years ago if, yeah. if the pandemic didn't hit. <laughs> Absolutely. Because I, you know, you don't just move to Orlando just, you know, to and not work with Disney or universal or whoever, right? Like you're, you're going to do those things. So, I mean, listen, I, I just am waiting for it to happen. Uh, I, I think it's going to be really cool once they do it. And, you know, that's the other thing though, too. Disney's not going to just come out with like a regular drone show, right? Like they're going to do, you know, oh, they they want it to be like the best. They want show. it to be, <laughs> yeah, know? they want it to be yeah. a Disney drone show that not exactly. just like, hey, you know, we got drones, right? Like, yeah, and like yeah. you said, it's it's not an easy thing to do, right? I mean, it's it, it once you like program these things, like it only takes a couple people to run them, but you know, actually building a show around drones, it, it takes a lot of time, money, effort, uh, and you know, listen, they Disney as a company basically like they're a giant tanker ship, right. That had to come to a halt uh, immediately. Right. Back in 2020. Right. And, and then when they started everything back up again, it took them a long time to get back to regular speed. You know, it took them, it, it, it's, it's, it's such a big entity. Right. And they have priorities, you know, just like anything else, you got to prioritize certain things. And so now Disney's starting to get, they're getting through those, first and second priorities that they had, right? Like they're getting back to normal stuff. And then once you can get back to normal stuff, then you can start doing the extraordinary stuff, right? Like the extra stuff. And like, so now we're just getting back there. It took them a long time, but they're just getting back to that point now and, and getting to a point where they can do this kind of stuff again. And so, I mean, I, I would not in any way be shocked if we see a drone show at Disney world next year, even like, I I think they're, they're, they're going to do this very soon. I, and, I just really believe that. And like I said, you, you've got me thinking either. I mean, I could see this going one of two ways is that, you know, for something like Luminous, either day one, they'll be like, hey, you know, drones are added into it. Or there may be a, a spot in the show where, you, you know, you won't realize it right away, but it's like they've already blocked space for the drones. And then it'll yeah, be like yeah. six months later. It's like, oh, you know, enhancement to the show here are drones alongside what we're currently doing, right? Like, yeah, no, that's totally true. That yeah. could be like a, this, you know, the luminous that we're going to see in December could be, you know, uh, an MVP, right? Like, you could, and then we, we got phase two coming mid next year, you know? Yeah. So yeah, that'll be interesting to see though. I, I, I mean, but like if you're, if you're a fan of these drone shows and like I said, if you haven't seen, I mean, you can watch the D light one, but also watch the Marvel one that they did. I mean, the Marvel, I don't know if mm-hmm. you watched the Marvel one, Trevor, the Marvel one is crazy cool. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. It that, That's the one that sticks in my head because I remember yes. like when you could see like the shield and I was like, oh, that's, that looks so, so cool. <laughs> yeah, the way they so did that. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, it's, it's really incredible what they can do with these drones. So, I mean, I, I definitely look forward to really seeing what it's going to look like. And, and, and Disney's, I think going to do it in a new, unique way. Like I said, they have, yeah. they've done a lot, they've, they have a lot of patents on drone uh, technology, right? So you know, and sometimes they don't use these patents. Sometimes, you know, they have a research and development lab, right? So they sometimes will just patent stuff because they figure out how to do it, right? And then they never use it. Uh, but other times, you know, these patents end up showing up in the parks and and I could see uh, could see that happening. So I, I didn't realize this. Um, so so Dronisos, um, the, the company that they partnered with, uh, apparently they did the uh, the Tokyo 2020 Summer Olympics. Oh, yeah, yeah. Show, which, again, isn't that's another like sticks out in my mind as you know very impressive so it's yeah yeah you're you're right it's it's coming we're we're just gonna have to 
wait and see here what Disney decides to do with it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, go watch behind right. the attraction too. I, I actually learned quite a few things, Trevor. I, and I, you know, I go into those things skeptical, like, Oh, they're just going to tell me all the stuff I already know. But like, I, I legitimately okay, but, but to be fair, things. yeah, to be fair, like, you know, y- you've, you like me have spent so much time researching oh, yeah. and reading on Disney that it's very hard to make a show where you don't know a lot of it because oh, yeah. like, like it, it is, I, I mean, it, it feels like it, it's not fair to say like, oh, you know, the show was okay because I didn't learn anything. It's like, you know, for somebody that doesn't know Disney on that level, um, they are very informative shows. Oh, like they, for sure. They, they do teach you a lot, but yeah, the hard part is, is that when you're really far down the Disney hole, you're, you're kind of scraping the bottom for like tidbits <laughs> little, of information. Little tidbits. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, cause I mean, I've talked about this before. I'm like very much an Imagineering nerd and I, I always, mm-hmm. I have been since I was a kid. Like I wanted to be Imagineer when I grew up and, and that didn't work out. I'm doing, you know, doing other things, but um, you know, like I've always been a nerd about this stuff and, and, you know, read books and, and watched all this stuff. So for me, like I go into these things like, Hey, yeah, yeah I know about that. But then, you know, they pull out a couple things. Things like the, you know, and I mentioned this in our Discord, uh, and not, and this is no like spoilers or anything, right? But like on the Epcot episode, they talk about Frozen Ever After, and that before the Frozen movie even ever came out, that they were already designing the ride to go in the Norway Pavilion, like, like they were already working mm-hmm. on it. So like I just always assumed that Frozen came out, it was a huge hit, and then they were like, oh bleep, we need to do so, we need to like move fast, right? Like like we need to get we need to get a ride in the parks, and we need it tomorrow, you know. <laughs> And no. they were like that, but it was more, they already had a plan. They just were like, oh no, now we have to do it. You know? <laughs> yeah. It, it got accelerated is the only thing. It, it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't that they, they scrambled and went, uh, by Maelstrom. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, they, yeah. And I, I guess the other one too was I never realized that, uh, the big thunder episode, right? So I, I knew what, was planned for where big thunder is before big thunder, right? Like there was this massive land that was planned with like a water ride. And like, there was all sorts of cool stuff there. And it was like, Wait, is, is this in, sorry, is this in uh, Florida that that was supposed to happen? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. So, I, yeah. I, I know, or I haven't watched the episode yet, but my problem is I, I know like Disneyland big thunder. Yeah. Yeah. So th- this is all like news to me, but no, anyway, continue. Uh, well, sorry. I was so, just like, wait, what do you mean? No, no. The whole land? <laughs> so no, so there was like this whole, like cool, like, like crazy big ride that they were going to build. And it was going to be like pirates of the Caribbean. And they were going to do that in Disney world because they weren't originally going to build pirates of the Caribbean at Disney world. Right. Like that was not a plan. Mm. They wanted to keep it different from Disneyland. And then people went to Disney World and they were like, well, where's Pirates of the Caribbean? They want Pirates of the Caribbean. So then once they were like, okay, well, people want Pirates of the Caribbean and they decided to build it, they were like, well, now we can't do a Pirates of the Caribbean ride, uh, you know, version that we were going to do. And so that morphed its way into Big Thunder Mountain, which I had no idea that that was the reason why it moved from that old concept to the new one. I thought it was just an iterative thing. I didn't realize that it was like literally because they decided to build pirates of the Caribbean. Then they were like, Oh, now we can, well, now we'll do big thunder. Like, <laughs> like hmm. instead. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I just, I was, I was like, Oh, okay. That's really yeah, that, cool. That That is interesting. I, yeah, I didn't think about that either that, you know, sometimes iteration isn't necessarily on a direct line. Yeah. I guess yeah. is the best way to say it. <laughs> I also somehow did not know that the track layout is exactly the same for Disney World and Disneyland. It's just flipped. 
Yeah, it's mirrored. <laughs> I did not know that. I, I don't know why I didn't know that. I feel like I should have known that. I, I just assumed that they were a different track layout. But yeah, no, it's literally just completely mirrored yeah. uh, the opposite direction. So like, yeah. I, left I, left yeah. is right and right is left. Although there is one addition in the um, the Florida one that isn't in the Disneyland one. Which is? Um, so when you know when you go by the little town in yeah. the Disney World one, how the track kind of um, the kind of like rocks back and forth. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's that's not it's not like that in Disneyland. Like it's just a straight track. Yeah, yeah. But also there isn't the little town there, or, or the little town is not in that position. It's actually at like the very end of the ride in Disneyland because okay. it because it backs up against um, uh, Rancho. Rancho de Zocalos. I'm probably butch- butchered the name of the restaurant. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. So go watch behind the attraction. I, I did learn some things and, and there were definitely some interesting things in there. It, it is funny having watched the Imagineering story and seeing many of the same Imagineers uh, in, in this one uh, and just look how much older they look, <laughs> like just how much <laughs> they've aged since they did Imaginary Story. Um, but also, too, I found it interesting, too, in the Nighttime Spectacular one, they talked a lot about the dragon at Fantasmic and no mention of the fact that it's gone. Um, I, I assume they made it after it was gone, but you think they would have gone back and maybe, like, put in a note that the dragon was or, gone. Or, like, but but again, the, the, the problem is you don't know when that was recorded. Well, I know, but you can always go back and edit, though. I mean, you can go back and edit it out or put it... Yeah, but 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 I guess then it's also like you know, do you need somebody like? Would you need to bring back an Imagineer to speak to it? Right. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Yeah, it's it's not. I mean, you're right. You know, editing is one thing, but I feel like you know sometimes it's like if if there's nothing else to edit in to that spot, maybe it's just easier to leave it as you know. Yeah, we know it's changed since then, but this is kind of like a point in time of of how it was, right? Yeah, because because yeah. the funny thing is, is, you know, you know, we're watching these these shows and like to your point is, you know, you know, you're seeing like like the Imagineers like, you know, aging and whatnot. But, you know, in in, you know, even two years, some of the attractions that they're talking about could change so drastically that you know, oh, yeah. everything that you're watching in the show could be like inaccurate. Right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like it's yeah. And in the Epcot episode, they did talk a little bit about like uh, they talked about like Cosmic Rewind and stuff like that, right? So like it's not like mm. it's very out of date, right? It's it's pretty up to date. But um, we, we talked about so just to move on, we we talked about this luminous yeah. thing already, right? So I mean, yeah, yeah uh, we, we already kind of went through that. So I've, I'm actually I've already been like looking at the uh, so we're going to talk about food here, but we're going to talk about gingerbread houses because yeah. Yeah, you know, hey, it's still food, but it's. Uh, <laughs> I mean, but you can't eat it though. I mean, because well, you can't I mean, go and eat the gingerbread house. I mean, you you, you can, but uh, that that's a very daring process. You want to get trespassed you, from Disney property, like the guy that yeah. jumped into the Epcot lagoon? Uh, yeah. Then you know, I, then go ahead and I, I take a bite out. <laughs> yeah. Also, I, I don't know how good that gingerbread necessarily is because they make it more for aesthetics, not for visual. But they do also sell gingerbread, like at they the do. gingerbread house in the uh, in. Um, Grand Floridian. Yeah. So there's actually a shop inside of the gingerbread house. <laughs> That's that is true. I'm not a big yeah. gingerbread fan. I'm not gonna lie. It's not my jam uh, as far as holiday ho- holiday cookies go. So yeah, it's. Fine. I mean, I, I feel like it needs to have enough icing on it for me to eat it. Like gingerbread by itself is not okay, and then too much icing is not good either. <laughs> yeah, I, that's fair. That's fair. There's a balance, but so but 
These look really good. Just they look amazing. Um, so there's going to be one at the uh, Grand Californian uh, starting November 10th. That one's going to show up. So in the mm-hmm. next week or so here. Um, and so this one is seven feet tall, 12 feet wide, uh, 600 pounds of gingerbread, 600 pounds of powdered sugar, 250 pounds of fondant, and one pound of pixie dust. Uh, <laughs> and, and it looks like the Grand Californian. It does. It, it's yeah. pretty incredible, uh, you know, what they can do with these gingerbread houses. Also, 25 hidden Mickeys. So that's a fun game that you can play there, what? too. Yeah, 25 oh, no, no. hidden Mickeys. That's a lot. Look at this now. Well, I mean, I don't know if you're going to be able to see them all in the picture, my friend. <laughs> I mean, we'll see how well I can zoom in on it. But. Yeah. And then we've got, so, of course, uh, you know, the gingerbread display uh, within the Haunted Mansion as well uh, over at Disneyland. Uh, so that's, you know, they've been doing that for a long time. And then, of course, we have returning the uh, Grand Floridian uh, gingerbread house. Uh, so that's been, you know, obviously one that, that has been there for a while. Uh, that one is, uh, you know, really large as well. This one's, uh, what, 10,000 pieces of gingerbread, 85 pound. Oh, yeah, the 85 pound chocolate Santa. So there's an 85 pound chocolate Santa, which I would just love to take a bite out of. That might be worth get, <laughs> worth getting trespassed from Disney property for. Um, <laughs> uh, so that one starts November 8th, by the way. So again, that's that's this week. That one is going to start. Uh, so you know, look look for that one. I, I might try to to uh, to get myself over there to see it. I I would I would love to to see it while I'm down there. Uh, we've also got some uh, some smaller ones too here. Uh, the um, beach. Of- Good. Sorry, before we move on, can I just shout out that the uh, above the windows that they show there's like a Chippendale oh, yeah. drawing that's done. The detail on that is amazing. It's incredible. Like, yeah, like <laughs> it's, it's a painting. They did. A yeah. Painting. And, and, and so. So, yeah, you, you, you if you can get over there, go have a look at this. Like, it's yeah. it's fantastic. And then, yeah, Beach Club. Yeah, Beach Club. Um, yeah. So Beach Club is doing. I love that they have one of the Boardwalk Deli. Uh, that's hilarious and cool. Uh, I, I just yeah. like that they have the little boardwalk deli and they've got Minnie and Mickey inside there. Uh, that's, that's pretty, pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> oh, and then, oh, sorry. Beach club has the, the, uh, the, the carousel, the carousel. Yeah, the carousel. And then yeah, boardwalk has the boardwalk deli. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. My bad. Uh, yeah. So yeah, there's, there's the carousel. They've had the carousel now for, for years. I, I I'm mm-hmm. trying to, they, I'm trying to see what they said. It's 22 years. So, and it, and it, and it does move. Uh, so the carousel does go around. So, that one is is also very cool, and uh, this year we're also going to have some at Animal Kingdom Lodge too. There's going to be it, it's not gingerbread houses, but uh, there's giraffes and zebras. Uh, gingerbread that, animals, yeah, and gingerbread you, animals, yes. And, and <laughs> it looks like you can get a gingerbread giraffe, like you. Can oh yeah, buy yeah. one, which is on it. It's super cute. I love that. Yeah, uh, I, <laughs> I don't cool know why too. I want a gingerbread giraffe, and like like that uh, that even though like you said, you know, gingerbread's not like. A favorite thing i i still would like to just buy a gingerbread giraffe for some reason <laughs> it's fair you, you know what gingerbread's not my thing is i'm a soft cookie guy and i feel like whenever i get gingerbread mm-hmm. it's always like very hard i i, I don't hate it's hard, hard cookies. yeah yeah I like right. soft it, cookies yeah it, that's why i i tend to go for like ginger molasses cookies instead of okay. gingerbread cookies because they're yeah. they are a little softer but yeah, yeah. I, I like a soft cookie i mean listen i know some people like hard cookies i'm a soft cookie guy that's you know you to each their I, own. I like to keep my teeth um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, we do also have a gingerbread display at Contemporary. Uh, this one also has, because they seem to be very obsessed with this lately, the five-legged goat is uh, on the tr- on the tree uh, at, yeah. at this display, <laughs> which, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. Like, I'm not going to complain that the five-legged goat is everywhere. Like, it's very tiny. 
though. Like, it is very it, tiny. Yeah, it's like just a teeny tiny thing on the on the display. <laughs> it looks like a postage stamp size, basically. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it could just be the perspective that we're seeing, but it does look very small. Um, mm-hmm. And then last, uh, over at the American Adventure in Epcot, they're going to have a display uh, with uh, gingerbread versions of the Lincoln Memorial, Martin Luther King Jr. Memorial, and the American Adventure building with Regal Eagle Smokehouse off to the side, uh, all made of uh, gingerbread. So that's also pretty cool. I think the the shout out though is the dog next to the mailbox that looks like he's putting <laughs> yeah. a, like a letter into yeah. the, the yeah. letters to Santa box. That's it. It's so unnecessarily cute. <laughs> like <laughs> you didn't need to do that. We didn't, but they did. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, there also will be some gingerbread uh, displays on uh, the cruise ships as well. So. Yeah, each each uh, each of the ships is going to have a gingerbread creation on display in the atrium of the ships. So that's cool too. I don't know if they've done that before or not because I haven't done a Disney cruise. So I, I but that's amazing that they're doing that. Yeah, I, I'm or I guess I, I was thinking like I, I know cruise ships don't move all that much, but like what happens if there is like rough waters or something? <laughs> they have to make like, those extra we, strong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you don't want you don't want you know a gingerbread house flying down a hallway. At somebody. Yeah, I'm sure they they probably accounted for that. Uh, I would assume. Yeah. So, all right, and listen, we we do need to wrap up here, but we do, yeah, we do. But I did put holiday food on here, so we're gonna do what we did last time. We're gonna find one Just, thing that we want to eat, and we're gonna talk about it. That's it. So, leave- so sorry, are we are we doing the foodie guide or one the from each, Trevor? One from okay, one, one, from, one from each. Okay, because okay, right. we have a foodie guide to uh, Mickey's very merry Christmas party, and we have a foodie guide to the holidays at Disneyland Resort. So, man, this is uh, I, you know this is tough. It is tough. Listen, if you want to choose more than one, that's okay. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm scrolling through these real quick. Uh, uh, okay, the the winner. For me, is the uh, the mailbox. The mailbox is like, very cool. Yeah, it looks it looks like a um, red velvet. Let, let me find it. Yeah, Ging- I also have no. to say this gingerbread layered cake looks incredible as well. Ye- oh yes, um, where the is- letter to Santa: flourless chocolate cake, hot chocolate mousse, and marshmallows topped with chocolate pieces. There it is. Yeah. Wow. So oh, so it's a chocolate cake. I thought I thought it'd be like red velvet, but uh, it does look yeah. red velvety, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but, no, but uh, it's it's it says it's a flourless chocolate cake. So, okay. all right, yeah, yeah, that that's that's the one for me. It just it, again, it looks good. I'm sure it would taste good. I know, you know, some people don't like flourless cakes, but I, I'm sure Disney makes it makes it worthwhile. I was just talking about how I don't really like gingerbread cookies. I do like the flavor of gingerbread, and so I'm going to go with this gingerbread cake layered with cream cheese frosting, dolce de leche ganache uh topped with a gingerbread man, a gingerbread man chocolate piece that yeah that that looks very decadent it does right it <laughs> yeah. looks delicious like yeah. i just want to eat it <laughs> like yeah i want to eat that right now um <laughs> okay let's flip over to disneyland yeah because and i i think i already saw the winner as i'm scrolling through okay. this okay. but um uh yeah there's beignets beignets are good beignets are a good runner-up but I think the winner is the um, the green Martian cookie. Oh, okay. That's green. not the route I would have gone. Uh, well, I mean, I have my own choice, right? So, <laughs> yeah. So, so 
uh, and again, I, I know it's, it is just a cookie, but it, and I need to get back to it now. It's the, yeah, Sa- the Santa alien macaroon. So it's okay. filled with marshmallow cream and chocolate ganache. So I'm sure it's good. And it just looks super cute because, you know, it, it and cause they've got like the little purple candy cane and the purple Santa hat on it, which is different. Like, I, I think that's why I like it is that it's not just like the typical, like red and green Santa. They made it alien. Esque and, yeah, yeah. and even the uh, even the marshmallow cream looks like it's like blue, <laughs> like very Which, very blue. You know, it's gonna yeah. result in some interesting things later. But it's yeah. well, yeah, you know, green and blue and purple. You yeah, know, it's a lot just of food except, coloring. Yeah, yeah, except that you're putting a lot of food coloring in your system. But yeah, uh, it just accept the consequences of what's going to happen from that. But yeah. it does look good. I agree with you. I am going to go, mm-hmm. and maybe I'm just really in the mood for cake today. But I'm going to go with the devil <laughs> the over at the Plaza Inn, the devil's food cake with swirled white chocolate mousse filling, buttercream frosting, and holiday sprinkles. Very simple and straightforward, but I love a good cake, and I really love the look of this cake, uh, where it kind of looks like a candy cane, uh, you know, or it's very Christmassy, right? It's got the layers of different mousse colors in the middle. Yeah. Uh, it's nothing special. It's just a cake, but I don't know. Maybe I'm just in the mood for cake today. Maybe I need it's to go eat. Just how cake. they, it's how they did it, right? Like it's, yeah. it's not, it's not mixed together. It's very clean lines through the, through the, um, through the filling. And I like a devil's food cake. I don't know about you. I like yeah. a good devil's food cake. So uh, me too. I, I, I agree. I'll, I'll definitely go for, for a good slice of cake when I can find it. There is, um, yeah, it's, there is a crazy amount on this list. If we talked about this, it would mm-hmm. take a half hour. Um, oh, easy. <laughs> Yeah, but easy. yeah, lo- lots, lots of, um, or, or you know, I've I've said this before, and <laughs> this drives me nuts because their holiday stuff is absolutely fitting. Like, hey, this is Disney, and this is holiday themed. Like, it, it's visually giving off the right vibe. Why don't they do it with the stuff the rest of the year? How they do in the international parks? Yeah. But like the, this highly themed stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Th- this is hitting the mark so much that it makes me like sad that any t- other time of the year, you're not going to get this. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's true. I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Yeah. I, I do have to say, too, just going all the way to the bottom, too. Uh, I, I kind of need this uh, this tin, this gold musical rotating tin. It reminds me and maybe this is just like a nostalgic thing for me, but it reminds like my grandmother always used to buy. And I don't know if this is just an American thing. That big tin of popcorn that had like three different types of popcorn in it, and like it was a decorative Christmas. Oh, tin. Yeah, yeah. We we it get those like we get yeah. those like Boy Scouts sell those like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah my grandmother yeah. always used to buy those for me. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Um, yeah. It's it, it. It looks. Yeah. I, I I agree with you there. That it, it looks very nice. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Everyone complaining in the comments about lack of plant-based items. Listen, I understand, but yeah, okay. so many. I, I, yeah, no, no, that's not fair. I, like, yeah, it fair that you know they should have more plant-based stuff. Um, but Disney's so good but, about it. Like, they have so I many mean, plant-based things. Like, yeah, yeah. I guess I, mean, I guess the hard part is is they don't always advertise it, and sometimes it feels like you know there there's when there's a bunch of like amazing looking food and then you've got the thing off in the corner that's like yeah, yeah this is plant based but it's you know just our standard fare like you know here's a cookie kind of thing um i can see where people feel put out by that that's I fair get it. i get it all right well let's why don't we right. wrap this thing up Trevor? listen yeah. i know we've been saying we we're gonna stick to an hour and we're more than an hour today but we had a guest on and uh yeah. you know and it was it was worth it was a worthwhile conversation yeah. we needed to have it with Derek because uh yeah we haven't had there's, a, there's a lot going on so yeah yeah, yeah. it was good 
All right. All right. So let's wrap this up, Trevor. Okay. So as usual, if you guys want to reach out to us, you can always find us at welcomehomepodcast at gmail.com. We love getting your emails. You know, you guys share questions with us. You share your, your own experiences with Disney, all that kind of stuff. So we love hearing it because you know we love talking about Disney. Um, in that same vein, if you want to reach out to us, you can find us on Facebook as Welcome Home Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube as Welcome Home Podcast. You can find us on Instagram as Welcome Home Picks. As we said, you know, we're not great at Instagram. We try, but we're not too old. <laughs> we're not the we're greatest at it, but yeah. <laughs> but but you know, we do try to at least, you know, you know, get stuff onto the platform so you can follow us on there and uh uh you know see things that we post. So um, you know, making an effort, you know, get, give us that at least. <laughs> and, we're trying. We're trying. Yeah. Um, and also if you're on Facebook, you can find our group, welcome home Disney waitlist, which, uh, we have a lot of great listeners in there that, uh, submit questions. We get memes in there. We get people asking their own questions about trips, you know, people trying to figure out, uh, you know, trip planning or DVC stuff, which is always great to see. I, I love seeing, um, you know, people posing, questions in there and and just seeing um seeing people talking back and forth and sharing their own experiences because i think you know all of us as disney people we have our own views on we have our own experiences with disney and i I think our group is a great place to get some perspective on um you know what everyone else is seeing so you know if, if you're interested in that you know definitely come check it out because you know you know for me personally you know if if i'm planning a trip for myself, uh, I'll actually sometimes go back through and read what other people have said because, you know, it helps, it helps all of us get better at planning Disney trips. So, you know, come join us on that kind of stuff. Um, if you want to help support the show, you can go to store.welcomehomepodcast.com and check out our different, uh, merchandise that we got there. We have the golden birthday button, which is only available until December. So you got like another month here to get your, uh, your, your button shirt if you're wanting one. Uh, we also have the new logo on on our merchandise, so you can get uh, you can get shirts and stuff that have the new logo. And uh, and yeah, um, you know maybe you need a fanny pack. I guess fanny packs are back in style. Or they, what do they call them now? Like crossbody or something? Uh, or? There's like crossbody packs, and there's the yeah. fanny. I mean, there's still fanny packs. I don't know. Different. Yeah. Yeah. I guess people just wear them like across their chest now. So, you know, if you if you want to get you know a, a cool welcome home fanny pack that you can rock at the parks, I would. Uh, I'd love to see that, you know, you know, somebody post a picture if you do that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, and also if, uh, uh, if you like Patreon as a way to support things, we do have a Patreon that, uh, um, you can go there and check out our different levels of supports, patreon.com slash welcome home pod. Um, we have exclusive Patreon merch that you can only get through Patreon. So you can go on there and see what we have available. Uh, also our Patreon listeners do get 15% off in the store. So if you are looking at things like the, you know, the, the birthday button shirt and, and whatnot, you can actually save yourself a little bit of money by, um, you know, putting some support through Patreon and our Patreon listeners also get access to the discord server, which is yet another place that we love talking with our listeners. We have great conversations in there. Uh, it's, it's always, it's always nice to see everybody sharing their thoughts on on things going on at Disney and and the fact that even though uh, we don't always agree on everything, everyone is very respectful. So you know, I just want to shout out to to all of our uh, all of our Discord people that uh, you know I, I see the great conversations. I know I don't always get the chance to join in on them because uh, unfortunately, you know, I'm busy. But you know, me and Tom do try to, try. to talk on there as much as we can. 
but you know, you know, really appreciate uh, all of our all of our Discord people for uh, you know keeping the conversation going on there because it, it's important if you're going to talk about Disney. Yeah. Last but not least, uh, if you're listening on iTunes or Spotify, leave us a five star review. It does help more people find the show because of how the internet works, and um, we do like uh, seeing people write reviews for us on iTunes because uh, you know we, we love hearing the feedback. I don't know. Um, I have one. You have any new ones? I do. Oh, okay. I do. All right. Let's from let's hear it. Uh, Jen Peelren. I don't. I don't know what that. If I said that screen uh, screen name right, but that's okay. Um, so this is, this says loved it. Five stars. I started with episode 233. So you are like brand new. Oh, wow. All Good right. for you. Thank you for joining us. Really? Seriously. We really appreciate it. So thanks. Thanks so much for it. But she said, loved it. Started with episode 233. I loved it. And I'm so glad I gave you guys a try. Thank you for keeping my love of Disney going. So thank you so much for that really nice review. Yeah, that's very nice. Yeah, we really appreciate that. So, you know, besides reviews, you know, which are important. Also, it's important to subscribe to Welcome Home Podcast so you can be reminded every time we release a new episode. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube, YouTube Music, just about any place you can find podcasts, you can find us. Uh, just, you know, search for us in the whatever app you uh, use. Uh, just a reminder to our listeners, Welcome Home Podcast is for entertainment only. We are not employed by the Walt Disney Company, and as such, all opinions we express on the show are our own. So please consult your DVC representative or Disney cast member for more information about anything we talked about today huge thank you to, to uh derek from dvc resale market for joining us on today's show please reach out to him with any of your disney uh, your dvc questions um you know or your food questions or you know from a long time ago dishwasher loading tips uh he's got those as well <laughs> <laughs> no. um, anyway uh so but you know reach out to him thank you so much to world of disney uh world of disney i do that every time world of dvc for supporting the show it's hard because there's a world of disney store you know yeah yeah he's he's not in the store in disney no, he's, no. He, it's it's something different no no world of dvc uh thank you for supporting the show for as long as you guys have so uh join us next time for more disney parks discussion of course more dvc talk we hope to see you all real soon Albert Awol, the voice of the jungle, signing off from Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. When we hit a chair, how she can cuddle is no man's affair. I looked around from pole to pole, found her in a sugar bowl.